Well, we all know that today uh, all eyes are certainly on Hobart because um, it contains the, the most interesting races anywhere around the country and uh, the trainer of one of the more interesting horses on that program is Adam Trinder and he joins us on the line. Thanks for your time on Big V Racing, Adam. My pleasure, Dan. The horse that I speak of is Bello Bow and goes around in the Tasmanian Guineas today. He could not have been more impressive at his last start and... Us Victorians know how much ability he's got because he finished his uh, second in a million-dollar showdown at Caulfield last year. Um, what are your thoughts today heading into the Guineas, a race where you've got three runners? Yeah, so we've got a busy compliment, uh, three in the event, as, as you just suggested. But uh, he's obviously the benchmark. I thought he was fantastic there in the trophy over 1,400 last time out. Uh, it was probably one of his best wins and the first time that he'd stretched beyond the 1,200. So... I feel that gives us confidence moving forward to the mile today. Um, sort of, we've obviously still got to see them do it race day, but he's, he's bred to do it. Uh, sort of, his seven furlong win was dynamic, so I think he I think he goes there, the benchmark, and and a really exciting proposition today. Looking at his form, Adam, he uh, just seems to love to lead, and you've drawn barrier one today and level weights basically. Uh, well, uh, the uh, the filly gets two kilo allowance, of course. Will the uh, the plan be straight to the front again? Uh, so we'll just leave it up to McCall there. Sorry, he's drawn one. Uh, I see Gay Waterhouse's horse is a go-forward horse as well. It's led its past two runs for its past two wins. So um, they'll effectively work it out after they've gone a furlong. I've got no issue with box seating, sort of uh, tracking the Waterhouse runner. If, if they're quite serious, if, if they're not, he'll, he'll bowl away, bowl away and lead. But uh, Brendan's got a good understanding of him, got a good record and... Good, good record at the track, so uh, he'll, he'll do what he feels is right. You know how to train a good horse, Adam, especially in those colours. Um, how much more improvement do you think Balobo has left in him, and do you think that he could potentially get to, say, Group 1 level? So that's our aspiration. Our aspiration is to run it, run in the guineas there in the autumn in Melbourne. Um, definitely not the same calibre as Mystic Journey, who raced in the, in the same colours, but... Uh, doing everything right and as I've suggested as he steps out in journey he seems to be a little bit more dynamic so today will give us a few more answers sort of hope hope is to go there today be really competitive look at a CS Hayes there at Flemington in a few weeks time and and if he fitted in well there then he'd have his opportunity in the guineas so still a little bit of water to go under the bridge but uh, in winning form doing everything right so uh, we, we probably do need to ask the question of him at some stage. Adam, you've also got a couple of nice backups in the race. Sharma's last has been running into Bellobo. Yeah, exactly right. So he's the lightly exposed horse in the field. He's uh, a needs further gelding that's just come on a little bit later. He wasn't exposed as a two-year-old, but the uh, record is very good. Uh, he, was, he was great winning his maiden uh, as a short prize favourite, and then he just had a little let-up, come back to a Class 1, 1,200 against older horses, and got the job done through through a few errors in, in the run, sort of a, he didn't look as impressive there, but uh, ran really good sectionals and sort of uh, beyond the line, like he, he was six in front by the time they'd gone, gone 100 metres past the line, so probably just left his run a little bit too late there, and then he raced Bellow Bow in the trophy there last time out, and they got it really wrong, it was a, it was a speed fence-dominated race, he was wide, uh, Flashed home, ran the quickest last furlong of the race to run fourth. And once again, once they'd gone 50 metres past the post, he, he was four in front. So he's going to be the one hitting the line. Uh, whether he's got the same sort of talent as Bellow Bow, I would suggest not. But uh, he's, 
his race day performances are better than what he shows me at home. So we know he near the bottom of him yet, so he's going to continue to improve. And the filly by Spieth, Jaguar Stone's also been running in those same races. Is the step out to 1,600 metres uh, a tick for her? Big tick, big tick, sort of. Unfortunately, she hasn't been able to beat Bellow, though, whether it be, be in a public exposures or private exposures at home. So I probably couldn't see that changing today. But uh, stakes quality race, uh, if she can go there and run top three and get another black tie placing on the board, uh, it improves her value moving moving forward. So I would think she would go to a 1,000 guineas against the Phillies in a fortnight's time, and that would probably be her race. And Adam, I noticed in the first, you've obviously got some Game of Thrones fans uh, involved with the stable, with Thoros of Mir going around the first there, and on form, looks like it's going to be a good thing. Uh, so, it looked like that his first start in the race as well, and, and he just got it wrong there at Launceston, sort of, that outside the lead, got a little bit daunted, wanted, wanted to hang out, and just got up the track a little bit there, uh, didn't really extend. Uh, work at home and trials have been first class, definitely a horse with with good extension and natural talent. So a couple of gear changes, crossover nose band goes on, um, drawn low in a small field. So rail is going to be his biggest advantage. So he'll either lead on the fence or box seat on the fence and expect him to expect him to be good enough. Muscle Up has finished second at all three of its um, starts at the races so far. Adam, do you expect it today to be able to overcome that wide barrier and get the win on the board? Uh, it's going to be a challenge, to be perfectly honest with you. I had him in uh, in Hobart last week, and he drew barrier 14, and, and we scratched from there because we thought it was too big of ask. Fortunately, we've come up with the same barrier today, but he does need another exposure. So only saving grace is it's 1,200 this week as opposed to we scratched him from 1,100. So hopefully it can work out. He's in really good order. Uh, he's crying out the winner race, but uh, he's going to need a lot of luck from that gate. So uh, we'll leave that in McCool's hands. Your other runner, Silver Persuasion, uh, had a little bit of a, a freshen up and a good run at Launceston, made up ground nicely there. Yeah, really good run at Launceston uh, over the 1,200. Seven furlongs is her pet distance. Uh, so looks a really suitable race. Seven furlongs against Phillies and Mares in the right ratings band. Uh, obviously, presents as a freshen up. Uh, she was scratched from a race there in between just with a little bit of a foot abscess. So she did have a little, little knock there, uh, just where we had to step back for a few days, but... We have been playing catch-up, but uh, I su- would suggest that we've done enough without overtaxing her uh, with, the, with the break between runs to seven furlongs. So it looks, looks a suitable race. Uh, she'll, she'll be second half of the field and get home really hard. You've got a strong team of runners heading to uh, Hobart today, Adam, but you haven't got any runners in the Tasmanian Stakes. Scotty Rutten actually saddles up all four of the runners in that race. And for a long time, as I pointed out, you you had the weight of a state on your shoulders with Mystic Journey. It sort of feels a little bit like that, although probably not to the same extent at the moment with the inevitable and Scott Brunton. But what have you made of his um, return to the races, this preparation? He seems to have just come back a, a, a super horse. Oh, definitely. Sort of, uh, he's obviously been high quality all, all the way through. Group 2 winner. Uh, he ran in Mystic Journey's guineas there. I think he was beaten only about four lengths, so... Uh, obviously been a really high-class horse, but did lose his way there for a period of time. Uh, my understanding is Scotty was having a lot of feet issues with him, but uh, he's, he's enabled to get him right, which uh, is taking 12 months. And uh, old horse racing in good confidence, uh, I think, think that's going to take him a long way. So really, from an external point of view, really satisfying to see a good horse like that be able to come back after he looked like he was on the canvas. Yeah, how important is it, do you think, for Tasmanian racing to have a horse like that, that 
Um, you can see a potential, you know, they're talking about an all-star mile with the inevitable. How important is it to, to have a horse like that that can go across to the mainland and be really competitive in good races? Oh, I think it's really important, to be honest with you. Sort of, a, he, he found himself in the same era as Mystic Journey, so he probably didn't uh, gain the respect that he deserved, but uh, went there and, and won a lead up to the Silver Eagle and uh, was, was a disappointing runner in the in the gut or won the Silver Eagle was a disappointing runner in the Golden Eagle, but got in, got into a lot of trouble there. So uh, his, his records are obviously always been really good, but uh, we do need these showcase horses and. Hopefully, as an older horse, he can, he can be the one to stand stand up and, and be counted. And uh, from a personal point of view, hopefully, Bellow Bo can follow him through and, and be the be the stand up three year old. So we'll see where they end up. Yeah, it might be a nice little running double there today at Hobart. Uh, Adam, appreciate your time on Big V Racing this morning. Good luck with all of your runners this afternoon. We really can't wait to see what Bellow Bo can do, and, and hopefully, we get to see him here at Flemington throughout the autumn. Lovely. Thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate your support.